And, you know, I use the analogy that by having the investment from these two companies, you know, Emergo and Seafund and by extension IOHK, it holds Ockham accountable that we are actually building for the good of the Cardano ecosystem. You know, we are to a certain degree, like um, I wouldn't say answerable because we work really closely with them and, and we always try and build to the you know, build for the benefit of Cardano anyway. But now, like, our community can be sure, like, it's like an endorsement that we are here for the good of the Cardano community. Welcome to the Cardano Source Podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards, and on this weekly podcast, I catch up with a range of Cardano innovators, thought leaders, and changemakers who are using Cardano to make an impact within the world of cryptocurrency and beyond. As Charles Hoskinson puts it, we are Cardano. And if you permit us, we'd like to change the world. If that sounds like you, then make sure to subscribe. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Blaine Edwards. And today we're joined by Elliot Hill, Head of Communications at Alchemfy, a decentralized launchpad and DeFi platform built for Cardano. So Elliot, cheers for coming on the show. Hi, Blaine. It's uh, good to be here. Glad to join yeah. you. Yeah, no worries. Good to have you on. Uh, to start us off, can you please tell the podcast a bit about who you are and how you got involved with this beautiful world of crypto? Yeah, sure. So um, it's not often actually that I get to talk about myself, usually talking about uh, uh, the project more. So I got started with crypto back in 2017. Um, it was sort of the days of the ICO craze. Uh, there was tons of projects launching, some of them really shady, some of them pretty good. Um, I was actually doing like a, a PhD at the time um, in environmental science, um, totally unrelated to blockchain. Uh, but I started reading a lot, you know, I went on a lot of internet forums and stuff and they were always talking about Bitcoin and then Ethereum was just coming into prominence. Mm. I thought, oh, this is quite interesting, you know. It got to the point where I was reading way more about about blockchain um and the actual you know like academic theory behind blockchain than i was about mm. my phd subject <laughs> um so i left like a, a fully funded phd which my professor wasn't very happy about and just yeah. started writing for the blockchain uh, industry um i wrote a lot moved into to pr um and i was always interested in cardano so since 2017 where cardano launched um i was like there in the forums uh, hmm. probably one of the early users of the forums just writing everything i could about cardano and um it took me a lot of pestering the cardano foundation and iohk uh, and sometimes emergo but eventually they let me in um and uh, <laughs> i started working for the cardano foundation as um as communications and engagement manager um, and just built on from there, really. Obviously, now um, the focus is is with Occam. So I've been at Occam since I think it was about um, May. I think can't remember. Like it's gone super quick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, that's basically my journey this far. But yeah. uh, I've had the opportunity of working with some really great blockchain companies in between then, like Chainlink, uh, Signum Bank, Digital Bank, um, and some other like pretty big protocols. So. Yeah, yeah, it's been cool. cool. Bro. Yeah, it's cool. So you're there from the very early days um, and then got your way with into Cardano Foundation and then obviously with Occamfire at the moment. Um, so for those that aren't familiar with the project you're working on at the moment, what is Occamfire? 
Yeah, so Arkanfy is a decentralized uh, ecosystem for DeFi on Cardano. Uh, so we've got sort of like um, two core features. We've got our Arkham Razor uh, launchpad, which you can launch projects through um, and do IDO raises on Card like for Cardano projects. Um, and we've also got Occam X, which we actually announced some more details of today. Um, and that's like a uh, an ecosystem, a, a DEX ecosystem uh, for the trading of Cardano native tokens. Um, so those are our like two main like products, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously they're all tied together by the OCC token. So you need OCC token to participate in IDO as an Occam Razor, and you need the OCC token to get uh, OCX, which is like the token that powers the our decks. Um, so it's like a, a threefold ecosystem, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so everyone's quite familiar with uh, Occam Razor, the launch pad that you, that's currently kind of in the works. People can participate and use that. Um, currently on Ethereum though, obviously, because smart contracts aren't live at the moment. Could you could you speak about the the dex part of the ecosystem and i guess what that looks like and are there any kind of um unique features to your decks compared to maybe the norm is that something you can talk about yeah definitely so we released uh we actually released like a press release today about the decks um and it was focused on so we're not building the decks on Ethereum. It's going to be built first and foremost for Cardano. Um, obviously, it's a Cardano deck, so we want to reiterate our, you know, commitment to the Cardano ecosystem. And maybe we can talk a little bit later about we've got some some backing from official Cardano entities. So mm -hmm. um, they that means we've sort of got to build the decks for the Cardano ecosystem, which obviously yeah. we want to do. Um, and we've had some support there with building out the Cardano smart contracts um, required to power the DEX. Um, so it's going to be pretty similar to DEX that people are familiar of, familiar with, like uh, Uniswaps. Um, but it's going to have some unique features around like staking and liquidity provision. And they're going to be powered by their own like DEX token. Um, and also what we're quite proud of and, and what our release today was about is that um, on Cardano, because of the uh, extended UTXO accounting model, um, there's been issues around, I think, what the developers call the concurrency problem, okay. uh, which is basically, it's, it's quite difficult for a lot of users um, to send multiple transactions at the same time um, because of the way the accounting model works on Cardano. Um, mm. and this problem has been spoken a lot about, uh, you know, at, at IRHK, um, and we've done some some blog pieces on it. But our developers have come up with like quite a novel solution, like not quite a novel workaround. Um, so it was a major milestone that we're really proud to to announce today. Um, I could actually find exactly what that's called. Uh, <laughs> But there, there's a, like a post on your Twitter or on your website. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, you could read about it if you're a technical yeah, user. Then, then go away and and have a read. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Or well, we'll add I'm, some links uh, and whatnot to that for those that want to um, kind of dive deep into the details around what that looks like and how that works. Yeah. So, I mean, some of those technical details definitely go a little bit over over my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely mine then as well. <laughs> yeah 
Okay, cool. So that's the the ecosystem. So there's a launchpad, there's a DEX, you have the token, obviously. I heard somewhere that there's potentially uh, some sort of incubate, incubator um, potentially in the future, which would be kind of cool. That would make sense with, you know, the launchpad, like a continuation of that, obviously the precursor to that. Um, there are launchpads currently in the works on Cardano and there's some DEXs obviously in the works in Cardano as well. How does Ocumfy plan to differentiate itself from these other similar DeFi products? So sure, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, um, probably we can talk a little bit about the Accelerate as well, because that's one of the ways that we will de uh, differentiate ourselves. Um, but I actually think it's it's not so important at this stage to think like about like direct competition. I think in Ethereum, we've got a lot of different protocols and a lot of different projects that um, they essentially have like very similar use cases, um, but they all still carve out their own market niche. Um, a little bit like we've got Uniswap, uh, one inch exchange. Um, there's Pancake Swap as well, you know, and um, I think there's going to be room in the Cardano ecosystem because we think it's going to be absolutely huge. There's going to be room like for, for multiple different uh, launch pads and multiple different DEXs to, to thrive. And that's like good for Cardano as well, right? The more that builds on it, you know, the better for everyone uh, on the Cardano blockchain. So right now we're just focused on getting our infrastructure uh, out and ready on Cardano. That's our core focus. And who knows, maybe in the future, there might even be avenues to work with some of the other uh, launch pads and exchanges um, that are out there. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we're doing to make sure that we really support the Cardano ecosystem and maybe set ourselves apart a little bit, um, as you mentioned, is yeah, the Accelerator program. So the Accelerator program is an incubator that's been set up by Occam. Um, and any stage of, of uh, project can, can come through it. Uh, get funding to launch and uh, we'll take like help take the project all the way from like inception all the way through to an IDO and then the eventual launch of like a, either a Cardano native token or the smart contracts on Cardano or whatever that might look like um, whatever success might look like to these early Cardano projects and we sort of see this as like a logical extension of, of maybe Catalyst um so okay. once projects have have come through catalyst obviously catalyst is a you know a really great um ideation platform so i kind of think about it as like a, a validation platform where people can vote on whether you've got a good idea or not and then you get some early mm -hmm. funding um you get inspired you can maybe hire some some developers or some more developers and then you can sort of come with that idea and early funding to the accelerator and really formalize it, make it into a, a standalone project and then boost it through and come through an idea and do like a fully fledged launch. Um, so we think they're two really important features that are going to bring a lot more, you know, um, projects into the Cardano ecosystem in time. Yeah, awesome. There's a couple of interesting points um, there that particularly kind of struck me. One was the idea that um, this ecosystem, this, you know, this world of cryptocurrency is going to be huge. And and so from like a supply demand level, uh, there's got to be so much demand. So kind of worrying too much about, um, you know, a, another competitor in the space may not be a good idea because there's probably enough, enough, 
enough uh, for everyone to kind of get involved and and win in this space. So that's the interesting point number one. Um, and then also the the accelerator and then potentially link that with Project Catalyst is a really good idea because Project Catalyst is obviously an awesome thing. Um, and having some way to um, add to that and create these products that complement that whole process is also kind of a good idea. So mm -hmm. you, you, you mentioned that was kind of like potentially some way to verify an idea is like a good idea. They get initial funding and then where to from there and then providing a solution where they can further develop that idea, develop that concept, and then you can develop to a point where it's even getting launched on a launch pad and then going out to market. So kind of each piece of each step of that, that roadmap for them from idea to kind of market, there are things in place to help support them along that journey. So that's, that's cool. And linking with Project Catalyst, every, every, I always, uh, whenever I get a chance to, to talk about Project Catalyst, I do, because it's such a cool, cool part of Cardano. Um, so moving on to some, so you mentioned Emergo uh, earlier. Uh, you want to talk about that partnership with Emergo and also C-Fund, uh, the reasoning behind that partnership and what that means for Occam moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good, uh, good question. So um, it's like it is a partnership. It's the strategic partnership, but but more than that, the C Fund and Emergo have actually made investments into Occam as a project. Okay. Um, so maybe I think probably a lot of your viewers already know who who Emergo are, but uh, for those that maybe don't, they're one of the three founded entities of the Cardano blockchain. So alongside the Cardano Foundation and IOHK. So Emergo were like an early venture arm for Cardano. Um, and actually they've sponsored, you know, quite, uh, and, and invested in quite a few companies, um, over the years. But I mean, I think we're really going to see some action from Emergo now in the next like a uh, few months and or over the next year. And now that smart contracts are ready and people can actually build like significant projects on Cardano, um, I think that, yeah, Emergo are going to be a lot busier um, and it'll be interesting to see what they get involved in. So, yeah, the first uh, investment was from Emergo. Um, we're really excited to work with them. Obviously, they've got deep expertise as being one of the founded entities. Um, and then the second investment was from C-Fund. So C-Fund is um, it's a VC and it's aligned with IOHK, uh, IOG now. Um, and it's administered by Wave Financial. And uh, Wave Financial are like a, a really well-known like financial management uh, and asset management firm um, out of the US, I believe. Um, so, you know, Charles Hoskinson is an advisor there at the C Fund. Um, he works very closely with them. And uh, in turn, we work very closely with IOG as well and the C Fund to you know, make sure that we're building for Cardano. And and actually, I was recording a segment for another show, which um, I can't give away just yet, um, but it's a pretty big Cardano ecosystem show earlier today. Um, and, you know, I use the analogy that by having the investment from these two two companies, you know, Emergo and C-Fund and by extension IOHK, it holds Occam accountable that we are actually building for the good of the Cardano ecosystem. You know, we are to a certain degree like um, 
I wouldn't say answerable because we work really closely with them and and we always try and build to the you know build for the benefit of Cardano anyway but now like our community can be sure like it's like an endorsement that we are here mm. for the good of the Cardano community um so it was really big for us it was a huge announcement and we we're really proud to announce it um it was a long time in the works um we've already had some great meetings with with C fund about what lies ahead for the future of Occam yeah definitely so that yeah from a user and investor point of view people that are invest invested in Occam or maybe thinking about it having support by Mergo is pretty huge I mean um it's almost like this level of reassurance knowing that you've you've linked with someone as fun, fundamental to Cardano as a Mogo. So yeah, pretty, pretty big deal. Um, so exciting to see kind of how this evolves, um, with kind of more intimate ties with, um, organizations like Amogo and C fund. Um, but on, along the lines of, um, partnerships and, and relationships within the ecosystem, um, I see recently you've, um, You've been the sponsor, the lead sponsor for Ada Makerspace, the hackathon there. Do you want to talk about talk about that? Maybe talk about what Ada Makerspace is and what this relationship means, or this yeah, this relationship means for you uh, and Alkenfire moving forward. Like, what does that whole sponsorship and relationship mean? Yeah, sure. So uh, maybe just kick off with talking a little bit about Ada Makerspace. So um, Ada Makerspace is a joint run um by two like uh, veteran cardano developers um and they originally started by making um marlow tutorials so the financial dsl the for smart contracts um marlow they did like a really comprehensive series going through all, going through that and how to use the marlow playground um and i first sort of highlighted that when i was working at cf um we started a developer spotlight series um and we spoke a little bit about ada makerspace um and then you know when i was at uh Occam 5, um they sort of like uh popped up and we saw that they were doing a hackathon and we thought this is really cool like it's a community grassroots grassroots hackathon um it would be cool to get involved uh, so yeah, we spoke with Boone, who was organising it there, and just went from there. Really, it kicked off last Friday. It's still going on as we speak. Um, so we've got two challenges in the uh, in the hackathon. Um, they're both the creation of Haskell modules to make uh, backend um, development a little bit easier for developers uh, on Cardano. Um, and yeah, there's some really talented individuals there. We had some presentations last Friday. Um, there was a lot of things being built. Um, and it's really cool to see like, you know, I'm not sure how many people, I've never really been in that circle of, of the developers on Cardano. I've always been way more just, just an interest group and then working for the Cardano mm -hmm. Foundation. Um, Obviously, I knew there was loads of people that were way smarter than me that were building <laughs> and looking at building on Cardano, but I'd never really had the chance to, to talk to them too much. Um, yeah. It was really interesting to see how all those guys already knew each other. Uh, they all knew what each other w was working on. Um, yeah. So it was really cool to see like the community that's already formed, even mm. though like smart contracts aren't live yet. Um, there's such a strong community in in the Cardano space and especially the developer community, and it was a real like pleasure for us to to sponsor that 
um and hopefully we get like a couple of solutions like they can help us out as well a few bits that we that we probably i won't say stuck on because then our developers won't be uh, very happy um but a few things <laughs> that we would love to see developed on cardano yeah. um yeah and so there's so there's currently a hackathon in the works at the moment and i imagine there's going to be more kind of in the future more of these hackathons and so for those that want to get involved in those how would they um find more information about that sure yeah so um this is like the ada makerspace experiential hackathon and it's kind of like an mvp like it's the first time that they've done one um which is why as well like we were happy to sponsor it to to see it grow um i think they just and maybe i could give you the link you could drop it in the, yeah, we'll the video the description. link for sure yeah they just head over to uh a can make a to make a space website um they can see all the challenges you can like if you want to have a go at, at solving a challenge um you can write up the module and the code on github and then share the repo with us um and the winners of the like individual challenges there is like ada bounties up for grabs so i think we have like 1500 ada for the one challenge and then a thousand ada for the other so they're well worth looking into if you're a developer um the challenges aren't too technical um so mm. do head head to that link and and have a look yeah yeah definitely we'll definitely include that link people check that out um uh just wanted to quickly mention the this whole community in Cardano is pretty special, I think. Obviously, I'm biased, but I think so. Um, and because this whole movement is early days, it is such a rich experience, just people getting involved, whether if you're a developer, getting involved with the Ada Makerspace Hackathon. But there are so many different kind of community events scattered throughout Cardano. And I'd highly recommend just people just going into these, whether it's a project catalyst swarm kind of meet up on sat saturdays or whatever it is just dive in there meet people in the space because it is early days and you get to meet a range of people in different fields marketing or um developing or entrepreneurs and in these meetups you you mix with a range of different people and it's early days so you get to create these relationships so just wanted to throw that in there um the so you mentioned um the launchpad is kind of the main product at the moment. Um, and obviously launchpad is one where you do these IDOs. Um, can you talk about any of the upcoming IDOs on Occam? Yeah, we definitely can. So, uh, we had one, um, on Monday actually, which was card wallet. Um, they're really cool. They just listed secondary market trading today, actually. Yeah. So I think they're doing pretty well when I last checked. Um, but you know, aside from price action, they're a super, super cool Cardano based uh, wallet. So they're going to have native support for Cardano native tokens. Um, yeah. they're going to have Apple pay MasterCard visa fiat on ramps. Um, and they're like, they're basically founded by a guy I used to work with Tiago Sorodio at Cardano foundation. Um, and he headed up the ambassador program for the Cardano foundation. Um, and also Victoria, who is the ex CEO of, um, coin telegraph. Um, they've got some advisors from Emergo in there and, uh, and dash as well. Um, so they're a really cool project. I'm really excited to see what they build in the coming, coming months. So then the next, um, idea we have coming up, um, I think they'll be early September 
Um, we're not actually allowed to announce the date just yet, but mm-hmm. uh, it's Theos. And Theos are like an NFT uh, minting platform, um, but they're one that actually empowers artists um, rather than churning out, I would say, like the same sort of NFTs for a quick buck. They really focus on the individual artist and the individual creator. Um, they're co-founded, well, founded by the co-founder of uh, Virgin Galactic, so um, Alex Tai, um, okay. and their creative director is Matt Sorum, who's the uh, ex-Guns N' Roses drummer, um, and he actually works with those guys. So they're a really cool lineup. I was speaking to them today, actually, like getting them prepared for their IDO. Um, yeah. Really excited about those. They've got really cool uh, creators marketplace. Um, just trying to think who else. We've got a lot in the pipeline now. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got Legity coming up. So Legity mm-hmm. are like a French uh, project, and they're building personal private banking infrastructure on Cardano. Um, their idea is on the 23rd um, of August. Um, they're really cool. They're more for like institutional users, but they're going to democratize access to a lot of financial products using the Cardano blockchain. Um, and then we've got some, we've got a big announcement actually coming up probably early next week um, about a blockchain esports ecosystem, um, which has some really, really cool backend from like, very big names in the industry so interesting uh, we're excited to announce that one yeah that's going to be big yeah obviously esports is trending at the moment so i think that's mm-hmm. quite a quite a good one so that the info, information around that's not launched yet but it's um keep an eye out for updates on that yeah so it'll be it'll be out in the next week definitely um, okay. and what i would say about the the guys who are building this uh esports platform um they already have a really successful esports game with you know millions of players so it's not like they're a brand new team uh, to the okay. market they're launching a blockchain uh, component for and built on cardano um, wow. but yeah they they're already pretty established in the esports space so we're pretty excited to announce yeah. that yeah that's an exciting one awesome keen to um check out the news on that one later this week uh on the idos though um what is that selection process and the selection criteria for someone that's wanting to launch on your platform to get the tick of approval? Like, what is the criteria? Because obviously, from an investor point of view, it, it's nice to know if there's some sort of, um, you know, process they need to go through to verify that they're legit or they can provide value, etc. So what does that selection process look like? Yeah, absolutely. So they have to pass our due diligence requirements. And that usually starts with at the very minimum, they have to have sound tokenomics. um, And then they have to have smart contract audits by like a third party, like an independent verified third party. So for instance, like we're verified with like Certic. um, So they'd have to get like a a Certic audit or something like that. Um, Then they have to go through like a basically like a project soundness check so you know what is uh what's the goal of your project like uh, is it really impactful you know what value is it going to bring and then finally um it's always a requirement um of ido and on occam razor that you are building or at least um like considering launching components on the cardano blockchain so 
it's not enough really to say oh we're launching on like we're launching on i don't know poker star uh poker polka dot um and we also want to like get some value from the cardano community so we're going to launch okay. an idea on ockham racer 2 they'd have to actually show us that they were building some components on cardano um if they're blockchain agnostic and they're building cardano components as well as ethereum and Polkadot, that's fine because um we do want to promote interoperability and we think that's really important which is like our stance as well and i think it's probably the stance of like official cardano entities that blockchains are going to have to talk to each other in the future um but if they've got no focus or any plans for cardano at all then it's a no from us so that's something we're really proud about mm. um but yeah other than that they have to go through you know the team has to go through due diligence um and it's really quite a long process so i would say like don't be daunted if you're an ido that wants to uh like come through the ockham razor ido uh ockham razor launchpad um we've got some really cool biz dev guys who guide you through the process um but we do ensure that teams are not there to like make a quick buck and then run off with the tokens. We also make sure that any private round tokens that the teams may have raised are uh, vested correctly. So they can't just be, you know, dumped on the open market when secondary market trading starts. Um, so yeah, we're quite, quite proud of our due diligence procedure. When we first started, um, it took us a little while to get like a few pro a pipeline of projects through that due diligence procedure, which is why we had a little time, a little lag time between our launch. And then when we had the first like projects coming through, like, uh, in a, in a nice flow, mm -hmm. but now we've got a pipeline of about six ideas lined up. They've passed due diligence and you can be sure that all of these projects are, are of a high quality. Um, yeah. So we've we've done a bit like the Cardano blockchain has done. We we take a little time, um, maybe a bit longer than than some others, but we bring like real quality when we do launch. Yeah. So there the may be slow at the beginning, but you're trying to get the the processes right and solid before kind of picking. Yeah, up the exactly. Pace. Yeah. Uh, one more quick question on IDOs before we move on. Um, is there a plan once? once these systems are optimized and they start rolling things out on a more regular basis, is there like a target of roughly how many IDOs you're wanting to launch on your platform? Like let's say every month, is there like a rough target that you guys are working towards? So we originally said, um, I think the target was, was four IDOs a month. Um, that would still be like the, in a perfect scenario. Um, but, what we've really tried to reiterate to our community recently is that we're a decentralized launchpad. Um, and essentially what that means is if we were, a, if we were a centralized launchpad, um, like say you can launch through Binance, we would onboard like new projects and say, this is when you're going to launch. This is when your token sale is going to be, uh, this is when we say goodbye to you. That's it. You're done. Um, but, we take on projects, we do due diligence, and then when they launch, so when they originate their pool and when they do their token sale, that's all totally up to them. We want to give the, the power and keep the power in the hands of the projects. Um, so usually we try and get like a solid date, but if a project would like to postpone their IDO, um, they're freely within their, 
their power to do so. Gotcha. And we think that's really important if you're going to be a decentralized launch pad to give the projects that power. But we mm -hmm. aim, we still aim for four IDOs per month. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're going to have two or three this month, uh, definitely three, two or three next month. Um, and then, you know, as we think we're going to be super busy when smart <laughs> contracts do become live because there's going to be loads and loads of new projects starting for Cardano. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's a fair prediction. Things are going to heat up for sure. Uh, on the topic of uh, decentralization um, and, and specifically when we're working in DeFi, um, I think it's from me personally, I think it's important for a DeFi product to, if they want to call themselves decentralized, for there to be some sort of community governance strategy planned for the future of their protocol. So is this something that you guys are working on integrating some form of uh, community government governance within Occamfy? Yeah, so when we first released uh, the Occamfy ecosystem in our white paper, uh, we spoke about the Occam DAO. Um, we don't have the DAO components yet in the early days of our like ecosystem, um, obviously there's a lot of things we need to iron out, straighten out. And before as well, we we launched fully on Cardano, we need to build all the smart contracts there. We'd love it if it eventually became a self-governing ecosystem. Um, and that's gonna be one of the features of the OCC token in the future is like uh, voting on proposals for the ecosystem. Probably the first iteration of that that we've already talked about with our community and we've talked about internally as well is the introduction of uh, OIPs, so Occam Improvement Proposals. Um, this would be a way for like our community to propose and then vote on improvements to the Occamfy, like the entire Occamfy ecosystem. We're probably going to release this functionality with the release of the, the DEX. Um, and then we're also going to have RFPs as well. So like request for proposal. So if there's something the community has identified that we can improve, um, we'll like, you know, request that uh, the community submit their improvements or their proposals for that. Um, so we've definitely got that plan in place. It would be something we'd love to do. Um, actually, Aave have got a really, really interesting way of doing it. They've just launched like a, a whole uh, community-led proposal scheme, um, and you can like vote on all the different proposals that you want. I think they run it on Discourse, um, so a little bit similar to the Cardano forum. Um, so it's quite interesting, like to see some of the discussions that go on there, and then you can like vote on what mm. you would like to see built. I think that's the closest we could get to a DAO at the moment um obviously like DAOs in theory never really look like DAOs in practice so well, at least we'll at probably... the moment you know what i mean it's still early yeah. days um yeah but like as long as there's you know hopes to integrate it or um thoughts to you know figure out what that could look like because yeah obviously at the moment people throw the word DAO around and i don't think we clearly know what that exactly looks like and how to fully implement that in a way that actually makes sense today. But um, I think the idea is that we just iterate these ideas and it'll get to a point where hopefully it can become more kind of decentralized in the future. But yeah, early days at the mm -hmm. moment for all of these sorts of things. Um, so yeah, pretty much there is a plan. Um, at the moment, you're limited to around, around what that could look like, but there are... Mm -hmm. 
there are things in the in the roadmap to to work on that particular part of the community yeah governance. absolutely yeah there's plenty in the pipeline and and it's really something that we'd love to see to see implemented yeah um so you're you, you built on ethereum and to start off with and yeah. cardano there's smart contracts coming around the corner and sep, sep 12 hopefully september 12. um what does that transition look like from ethereum to Cardano, can you walk through that? Uh, and you've got a bridge as well. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. How can people use that, etc.? Yeah, sure. So the Occamfy, um, the Occamfy ecosystem was originally built on Ethereum because, I mean, there's a few reasons for for this. For one, um, we wanted to build a presence in the space ahead of smart contracts. Obviously, we're a launch pad. So if we launched at the same time as smart contracts, um, we would be a launch pad launching among loads of other projects. So um, all those other projects that are essentially like our customers um, would be launching at the same time as us. So all of the problems that and, and issues and things that we've built and ironed out and made and processes that we've made good in the last like six months, um, we would have had to undertake right at the start the smart contract here on Cardano. Um, so we think we're in a really strong position now to really serve these early companies building on Cardano. Um, so that's one reason. Uh, you spoke, like uh, you mentioned the bridge. Um, so from our inception, we always wanted to build components for Cardano, uh, but we also recognize that there's a lot of value locked on the Ethereum blockchain. Obviously, they've got first mover advantage. They've got the network effect. There's a lot of dApps. Um, but we definitely believe that as soon as smart contracts become available on Cardano, there's going to be this flow of value from Ethereum and into Card like Cardano dApps. Um, but we actually identified that you know Cardano native tokens are already live and they've already been available to use since the Mary hard fork. Um, so why not build a bridge to basically transfer value from ERC-20 to what we call CNTs, Cardano native tokens, right now? Um, so the first token we did this for is OCC. We minted the counterpart number of OCC uh, as Cardano native tokens, as we did as ERC-20 tokens. So now anyone can choose whether they want to hold OCC as either an Ethereum-based token or a Cardano-based token. What we'll probably do in the future is leave this bridge open and leave these like interoperable smart contracts open because they'll serve as like a, a bridge for, you know, maybe, I don't know, in, in six months time when Alonso is proven to be stable and it works and gas fees are a thing of the past, you know, these like uh, grumpy Ethereum dApps that are still paying like <laughs> $200 in gas, maybe they'll think, oh, well, we want to move too. So maybe we could use Ockenfy's bridge to bridge across the tokens. Um, so it's definitely something we're going to leave open. We think that it's an important step in interoperability, but also in, you know, and it sounds a little bit, uh, I guess, cutthroat in a way, but siphoning value from the Ethereum blockchain and putting it into Cardano. And we really think that's going to happen. Um, you know, the, the, Transaction fees are lower on Cardano. Uh, it's more secure through Haskell and uh, the transaction times are faster too. So mm -hmm. if we can help even one or two projects move across through that bridge and through that infrastructure, then that would be really cool. 
Yeah, definitely. Having these bridges um, is one way for, to increase the Cardano user base. I mean, if there is an option for one person to go from one blockchain to the other because they see, think that the grass is greener on the other side and there is an easy way for them to do that, I mean, then that's valuable for everyone. It's valuable for that person wanting to get greener grass and it's also valuable for the Cardano ecosystem because it increases that user base. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. So, uh, the bridge is on your website and they can go there and, and figure out how to use that. Um, few more questions, couple more questions to go, uh, only a few more minutes to go. Um, the Occam roadmap, what does that look like um, specifically for like this year, for the, the near future? Yes, that's probably quite an easy one. So with in terms of Occam Razor, it's just in terms of getting um as many like uh, innovative and really disruptive cardano based the apps as we can to ido through us uh, we're going to continue looking for quality over over quantity so we're really going to bring like the best quality uh, projects and the apps that we can find um for Occamex, um it's our launch so we're going to launch uh, the Occamex uh, decentralized exchange on cardano and then what we'd really like to see flourish from that is like a, a secondary market trading venue where uh, tokens could launch through Occam Razor and then find instant liquidity on, on Occam X. Because at the moment, like they had, they would have to launch an ERC-20 token and then find secondary market liquidity on, say, Uniswap or, um, or you know, SushiSwap or something like this. Um, whereas we would really love it if there was a Cardano DEX in place where they could launch an IDO with a Cardano native token and then find instant liquidity for that Cardano native token. So that's sort of our, like, um, that's our vision there is to create the first sort of like a uh, secondary market trading venue for Cardano. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that makes sense from like, I mean, that's bad having yeah. that as the next step. Yeah, that would probably take us problem. through to the end of the end of the year, I think. Um, if we're talking the end of 2021, that yep. would probably take us through. And then we'll be on solid foot and like we'll have like a fully functioning and like sort of self-sustaining ecosystem for Occam. Yeah. And the acceler- accelerator, so the incubator, mm-hmm. uh, would that be a 2022 type feature? Uh, well, we've already had like, um, so DeFire was an accelerator project. Uh, they launched their IDO. They're one of the first to IDO with us. Um, and also Theos is an accelerator project as well. Uh, Card Wallet was an accelerator project. So all of these projects came through and got not just uh, not just like funding from the accelerator, the but they also and- leveraged yeah, our support and that sort of thing. Um but yeah, we're definitely going to expand it. We've got some partners um, coming on. So some already well-known like blockchain educators in the space um, who we're going to work with and work with. They already support a lot of companies. They're based in Crypto Valley, Zug. Uh, that should give you some idea of, of who they are. And we're going to work with those to um, really like to catalyze like projects on, on Cardano. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so for those listening um, that want to learn more about Occam and what you guys are about, how can people support what you do and connect with you guys online? 
Yeah, so there's loads of ways to uh, to connect. You can go to Occam.fi. Uh, That's our website. You can follow us on Telegram, on Twitter. Uh, it's just Occam.fi. And then we've also got a Discord channel if you like to hang out on Discord. Uh, we've just actually started Occam Razor TV as well. So um, I'm guessing if you're watching this, you like watching podcasts. So um, Occam Razor TV is like a new channel where we interview all of the uh, the project teams that are ideoing through through the Occam Razor Launchpad. Um, so you don't have to just buy the token to get involved. Um, you know, we'd like everyone to get involved and you know watch our content, follow our channels. So yeah, jump in. Yeah, cool. And uh, closing question, what excites you the most about the future of Cardano? That's a good question. Yeah. So, I mean, like I've been a Cardano like enthusiast and holder since 2017. So um, I'm just about like as excited as I can be with the release <laughs> of smart contracts. Like it's, it feels like it's been this like a uh, golden fleece that we're finally going to, going to get. Um, you know, I would say that obviously everyone is is looking for or looking at the immediate win, which is smart contracts. Um, but I actually think it's it's probably more interesting the solutions that that is going to power. Um, there's a lot of ideas which I think could have been realized on Ethereum if transaction costs were cheaper, if they were faster, especially in the developing world as well. Um, you know, like we're, we're really quite privileged that, you know, we can sit here and talk about $200 on, on gas. I mean, it's still a lot of money even, you know, to, to someone with a lot of money, but to someone who is, you know, living in a developing economy, that really is like, it could be, you know, like a serious amount of money that you just cannot afford to spend. So therefore you're excluded from participating in decentralized finance. And that's not the founding principle of decentralized finance. So I think that's what's most exciting about Cardano is that it will truly open up decentralized finance for not just people in, you know, like rich DeFi degens in the Western world and developing countries, but it's really going to open up DeFi to to even you know developing countries because the transaction costs are like a fraction of an ADA which is like 40 cents or something so I think that's probably the one of the most exciting developments and I think we'll grow faster because of that thank you for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please feel free to subscribe uh, and also if you like our content then make sure to check us out on social media with the handle Cardano Source Thanks again and I'll see you in the next episode.